13 Days of Halloween, Penance, a co-production of iHeart3D Audio, Blumhouse Television, and Grim and Mild from Aaron Mankey. Headphones recommended, listener discretion advised. Plenty of time. You have three new messages. Okay, could be worse. Friday, March 22nd, um, coffee! Well, I, uh, I, I called yesterday to talk about my warranty. <sighs> I talked to a woman, I think her name was Cindy. Uh, me and Nope. And we talked uh, about my warranty. Did we? But I, I still, I, I've had a few questions uh, about my warranty. Jesus. I'll call back. Looking forward. Friday, March 22nd at 7.33 p.m. We understand your business is important to you, and that's why it's important to protect it. Not my business, not important to me. No one likes to think about the unforeseen. Literally impossible. But what if I told you, you don't have to. (sighs) Today at 6.57 a.m. Yikes. What, did you call from a fallout shelter? End of messages. Okay, not too bad. Maybe this day won't be a complete shit show. Hi, do you work here? Well, my shirt matches the walls, so that's a good guess. Um, but actually, we're not open for another, um... This will only take a second. Do I smell coffee? Yeah, that's for customers. How considerate. There's, a little paper cups. No need. I've brought my own. That's a giant thermos. We have a long drive. Okay. Um, so what can I help you with? It's just you here. Like I said, we just opened. Hmm. Sugar? In the cabinet under... Right. So, did you need uh, uh, assistance, or...? Oh, well, uh, not quite. I was just curious if your boss was in. You see, I have a return. Uh, a return? Yes. Well, we don't really take... Uh... Well, that's why I wanted to come in person. Sort of a special circumstance. Right. Um... Well, I don't know exactly if, uh, uh, when the manager will be back in today, but you could come back another day and, uh... Oh, unfortunately, I'm on a schedule. If you could just take a look and tell me if I've got a case, it would be a tremendous help. Okay, where is it? In my car. Your car? Why oh, I couldn't carry it myself. Bad back. Mm. My, that's strong. Yeah, Colombian blend. Should be pretty easy for you. I'm parked right out front. Right. Sure. Why not? This is me. The unmarked windowless murder van? (laughs) You're wicked. (laughs) 
Um, hi? Привет. Now? <sighs> You're better. What? Ah, no, no, get off me! Get, get off me! <laughs> <laughs> She's up. Dobra utra. What is this place? Only feet. Wait, why am I handcuffed? What am I doing here? Stay it. Am I under arrest? What What for? What did he say? Uh, Who are you people? Wait, why are you doing this? Stop! Stop! Let me go! I didn't do anything! Turn to the left. What am I doing here? Turn to the right. If I am under arrest, you have to tell me what I'm charged with. Face me. Or else this is unlawful imprisonment. Smile. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Left hand, first finger, roll it over in the ink, press it down on the scanner, wait. What are we waiting for? The machine to match them up. Match them up with what? I've never been arrested for anything. Left hand, middle finger, roll it over in the ink, press it down on the scanner, wait. Oh, this is gonna take forever. We have the time. Requisition of resident Alpha SAE 1560. Inventory. What is happening to me? Inventory. One pair of black sunglasses, missing nose piece. A collection of keys hung from what looks like a shoelace. I haven't done anything wrong. One lighter does not appear to work. One pack of juicy fruit. Two sticks left. Credit card, debit card, photo ID, coupon for a free sandwich. I need those! Loose bills and change totaling to twenty-two fifty. Correction, 2240, that's a button. Okay, so you're robbing me too, is that it? One necklace, imitation silver in the shape of a half moon. Waxing gibbous. One black jacket, leather. Pleather. One jacket, faux leather. Pants, denim, ripped. One belt, one pair of black boots, what I'd call combat boots. Flannel overshirt, cotton t-shirt, socks, brassiere, underpants. And that's you. Sign here. You can't take my property before you tell me what I'm accused of. This is unlawful search and seizure. You may submit a petition to have these items returned to you, but you have to sign for them first. Well, can I fill out that petition, please? You'll have to visit the resident relations office. Okay. Where is that? Not here. Temperature 96.6. A little low. And after such a warm reception. Okay. See the light on the end of my pen. Just follow it with your eyes. Keep your head still. To the left, to the right. Tell me what I'm doing here. An aptitude test. First, your vision. Good. Now, this may be cold. Ow! Oh! Just breathe. In. Out. Tell me where I am. In the clinic. Cough. The clinic? Where? No fluid in the lungs, no sign of bronchitis. Good. No. Say ah. I don't understand why no one will answer me. Ah! Good. Okay, now I'll make a fist. Wow. <laughs> Your heart rate is rather high. <gasps> You're right-handed. Left-handed. Interesting. Why? Smoke, drink, take drugs. Well, I could use all of the above right now. Any history of illness? I was feeling fine until... Have you been vaccinated for tetanus? 
just tetanus? Probably time for a booster. Any history of rubella, rheumatism, mumps, measles, consumption? Do people still get that? Smallpox, scurvy, scarlet fever. Yeah, maybe playing Oregon Trail. Migraines, blurred vision, dissociative thoughts. Dissociative? Known psychoses, Cagras syndrome, walking corpse, folie adieu. I've never even heard of that. Have you ever fainted? When's the last time you cried? How many sexual partners have you had? Okay, we're done here. That is just the first page of the questionnaire. Hello? Ah, yes. Yes, should be any minute now. Ow! Thank you. You can wait in the hall. I will sure. Perfectly. We don't expect any excitement, do we? I'll buzz you when we're ready. Duh. I'll be right with you, okay? Yes. Yes, exactly. This morning, actually. Here with me now, in fact. Will do. Will do. Okay. Be seeing you. Uh, quite sorry about that. You know, always racing around to catch up here. Okay, let's start at the beginning, shall we? Sayuri Rodriguez. No. I beg your pardon? That is not my name. You're not? I am Sayuri Martinez. Hmm. You're definitely Rodriguez in our files. Well, we'll just call you Sayuri then. Sayuri, I am Aiden, your caseworker. Should you have any questions, I am to be your first point... Here. Where is here? Well, this is my office. I know it's small, but there are a lot of other cases, and thus a lot of other caseworkers... No, this place. Where am I? What? This is the Pendleton. The Pendleton Rehabilitation Center. Why? Are you saying you don't remember how you got here? Oh, I remember being kidnapped. I'm asking why. Because it seems like you went looking for Rodriguez, but ended up with Martinez by mistake. In that case, why do you think we wanted her? What? How should I know? I guess because she committed some crime. And what crime might that be? How the fuck would I know that? Would you like a mint? What? A mint. I keep them on the desk, but it's such a small desk, and with so many cases all open at once, and each with more paperwork than the last, I need all the space I can get just to try to keep things organized. Would you like one? No. Alrighty. You know, they have lost some of their mintiness. So... Sayuri Martinez Rodriguez. Martinez Garcia Alcaraz Cruz. Born Beaumont Hospital, May 22nd, 1989. Oh, that's, um... 1.23 p.m.? Uh, I'm not sure. Mother of philosophy teacher, father at exoplanetology biologist. Well, the other way around. How's that? Professor, dad, doctor, mom. Hmm. 1.63 meters in height. I'm, um, more comfortable with imperial... 53 kilograms, size 7 shoes. Didn't you notice that your new clothes fit perfectly the first time you tried them on? You mean the jumpsuit and sandals? Yeah, like a bad dream. You broke your left arm in the 6th grade. Right arm, 8th grade. Was that before or after you were suspended for smoking in the girls' bathroom? I, uh, I think that was high school. Some 31 credits accumulated in various higher learning programs. No degrees, is that correct? What's it to you? Your favorite cat was named Sputnik, at least if the answers to your security questions can be trusted. In all your life, you've only left the United States once to visit the Toronto airport. You're allergic to pineapple, and you are the fourth owner of a 1996 Chevy Corsica with one green fender. Or, you were. 
my point, Sayuri, is whatever you'd like to call yourself, we already know far more than we could expect you to tell us. And whatever contradictions you feel compelled to share, it would be very difficult to surprise me. Okay, suppose you're wrong. Oh? For the sake of argument that these contradictions are not clerical errors, but indicate something else. And what's that? That you've got the wrong guy. Well then, I'd say you have nothing to worry about. The smallest error, unfathomable as that is, would certainly be rectified before the completion of your E&O. E&O? Evaluation and observation. How long does that last? Until you're properly evaluated and observed. Uh. Needless to say, anyone who had been improperly admitted and quartered, as you are suggesting, would be detected, have their intake records modified and amended, and be summarily extricated from the facility. Has that ever happened before? Not to my knowledge. But if it did, if you locked someone up, despite substantial evidence disputing their guilt, wouldn't you be compelled to act upon it? Wouldn't your conscience... What you must understand is that each of us is but a cog, a single functionary point in an intricate machine. I am confined to the authority granted by the boundaries of my position with limited influence beyond the walls of this room. I am in fact subject to the same unyielding hierarchy to which you now find yourself bound. In fact, in many ways I am in a much lower position than yourself. So there is no acting on one's conscience, as you suggest. There's simply scope. Okay. Rapid fire round. Am I under arrest? We don't like to use that word. Can I leave of my own free will? Not at this time. On what grounds are you holding me? The grounds of the Pendleton Rehabilitation. Don't be cute! What is my charge? None at this time. No charge? How can you detain me if there is no charge? Under suspicion. Suspicion of what? being dangerous. Dangerous? What the hell does that mean, dangerous? How am I dangerous? Do I seem dangerous to you? Do you feel threatened? A little help in here. What's the problem? I don't know who you think I am, but you've got the wrong person. Miss Morva. I demand to be shown the evidence against me. She demands. I demand to be read my Miranda rights. I demand to be given my phone call. I demand to speak to a lawyer. I demand to see my file. Move. Wait a moment. First days are hard for everyone. And I know it can seem like a lot right now, but this can be a very nice place for you, if you let it. Grimes and Kirill are going to take you to your habitation. You'll have the day or the night to settle in, and we'll try again tomorrow. Deal? Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Uh. 
Дом милый дом. What about my phone call? What about it? Принеси мне тоже. Hey! Come back here! You can't leave me like this! Hello? Hello! They can't do this to me. They can't and they know they can't. I just need to show them that I'm not who they think I am. That I am who I say I am. And really it should be easy because I am me. But how do I prove it? How does anyone actually prove that they are who they say they are? Who's that? I know there's someone there. I can hear you in the next cell. <clears throat> Habitation. What? Don't call them cells. We say habitations are simply rooms. I don't know what it looks like on your side of the wall, but my eight-foot cube has metal bars for a door, a bed frame bolted to the floor, shelf chains to the wall, and combination toilet sink with no seat and no window. It also has a mirror. What's that supposed to mean? That it's clearly your first day. But you have to understand, there's been a mistake. I really don't belong here. Listen. I've been living in this eight-foot cube for a long time. The one you currently occupy has seen a lot of visitors with a lot of sad stories. They come, they go, and new ones come in their place. But there has to be... I'm not your Virgil, Dante. I learned this lesson hard, and you'd be well off to learn it sooner. The only way through this is to be strong and keep to yourself. Don't make friends. So this is a prison, then? What, the pen? No. It's a rehabilitation center. Rehabilitation for what? If you're here, there's a reason. Even if you don't see it yet. How much more, um, time do you have? Ever. Oh. I'm... Everyone in the Pendleton serves a life sentence. What? But why? The reason for your captivity may not be the thing to focus on. In a way, it doesn't matter. Then what does? What you do next. I'm gonna get out. <laughs> And how may I ask, or are you going to do that? I'll call my lawyer. Your lawyer? Well, I'll find a lawyer. And any lawyer who hears about my case is sure to take it. I've been unlawfully imprisoned. My civil liberties have been violated. We could take down the whole establishment. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Short of mounting a groundbreaking legal defense, what's your backup plan? Escape. Come again? Escape. You don't have to whisper. That word doesn't stoke much fear around here. Lieutenant Grimes, Lieutenant Carrill. For the resident. Just letting you know, I'm planning my next escape. Good luck. <laughs> Surely people try to escape. Generally they're caught, then punished. Punished how? By whatever the pen considers a proportional response. Hmm. So whatever the goal of this inhumane experiment, the results are a rousing success. Everyone's spirits have been broken. No, not everyone. But in all my time here, I've only known one who never gave in. In fact, it was the fellow that used to have your room. Tell me, is his name still written on the wall? There's graffiti all over this place. But right above the door, carved into the stone. Um, Cavale? Caval. 
a Frenchman, always on a plot. And that was the word he used for it. What was he in for? Escaping prison. Oh, so this is not a prison, but it's where you get sent when a prison can't hold you? As I understand, Caval did time in some of the worst lockups known to humanity and managed to slip out of every cage that held him until he reached the pen. Okay, but what was his crime in the first place? That's a great question. So, did he ever escape? Yes. How did he do it? You don't have to whisper. Everybody knows by now. Okay, fine. What did he do? He never stopped trying. But what did he try? Mm, I'd say just about everything under the sun. Okay, you're not really giving me much to work with here. What are you hoping for exactly? Instructions? I just thought you That the first person you meet here will miraculously give you everything you need to make a break? Okay, look, I'm only just... First of all, forget it. Forget what? The idea of getting out. You're not. I'm not. None of us are. Well, you don't have to be mean about it. At this point, I've spent more time inside than out. I'm sorry. Oh, don't be. That's not your weight to bear. My point is, what you've seen of the Pendleton is only a fragment. It's a labyrinth, designed to be disorienting as a suppression technique. They say it's impossible to memorize, which I believe. And you can't get out if you don't know where you're going. Here, you can walk a straight line, end up back where you started, Retrace your steps to somewhere you've never been before. Pass through a door and immediately lose track of the other side. That's impossible. What does it matter? Oh, do the laws of physics matter? As someone who was a physicist in a former life, I've learned to separate the rules of the outside from those inside the pen. Former life? Were you also studying reincarnation? No. Building nuclear reactors. Oh. So the first thing to understand is the tricks that get you out of other prisons don't work in the pen. But he tried them all. Caval? Whatever you may be dreaming up now, maybe his experience will dissuade you. Well, I'm all ears. Caval was a hell of a lockpick. And it didn't take much. Twisted hairpin, misshapen paperclip, rusty spoon. Problem is... This place is full of doors. Doors that lead to car doors full of doors that lead to other car doors full of other doors. Doors, doors everywhere, but hardly any windows. Isn't that a skylight up there? Aren't you observant? Look and tell me what you see. Nothing. It's dark. Exactly. Dead ends, all of them. Caval was a cut purse. A pickpocket. Could get his hands down anyone's trousers. But it was always a crapshoot. Use handkerchiefs, half-done-to-do lists. On a good day, a couple of bucks and some loose-leaf smut. On a really good day, keys. Caval found loose keys of every style. Two-sided, four-sided, padlock, skeleton. Things that were clearly machine-cut. Others that had to be hand-forged. He tried each one by one all around the pen, but never managed to turn a single lock. Where do you start with that many keys? By finding somewhere to hide them. Solid rock, all of it. 
cinder block on a cement slab. Didn't stop Caval from trying. Trying what? To dig, usually with a spoon. Maybe a smuggle set of nail clippers. At worst, the sharpened butt of his toothbrush. Caval left half-finished tunnels all over the Pendleton. Some no bigger than a hole to hide contraband. Others, who knows? Most were discovered, but I... I imagine there's a few around that they never managed to fill in. Tell me, in your room, is one brick different than the others? Yes, it's got no graffiti. That was Caval. (laughs) (coughs) Did any of his tunnels ever lead to the outside? One very nearly did. Went missing a week before some dumbass con on janitorial duty heard a rumble in the ceiling and reported it to a supervisor. It was Caval? He'd been up in the air ducts, living off candy bars and drinking collected condensation. I'm guessing he couldn't find an exit. Should have an intake, right? Where air flows in from the outside? Whether you can make it out or not is another question, but Caval said he never caught a speck of sunlight which confirmed a bleak suspicion we'd long held about the pen. It's a closed system, totally disconnected from the outside world. Like no internet? Please. Phone? Maybe if you want to make an inside call. What about television? Closed circuit. Mail? You can write it, they'll screen it, and throw it away. Newspapers? Besides the occasional new resident, very little comes into the pen... Far less ever leaves. Doesn't anyone protest, demand fair treatment, petition the warden for basic human rights? Oh, nobody talks to the warden. Nobody? Not that I know of. Never even seen them. Gaval would agree with you. But what can you change when you hold none of the power? To fight from the inside, you have to become one of the warders. I don't get it. Is that some kind of metaphor? Caval had been on a stint in the hole. No one had seen him in a month. Then one day it lights up, there's a new guard on the block. Tall and muscular, with a full red beard. I didn't think much of it until the guy called Roll. Davidson, Edwards. In a French accent. Wait, 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 you're saying... In solitary, he faked some kind of injury, got the attending guard alone in the cell, then knocked the bastard out, stole his clothes, his keys, and detained them in his stead. Managed to access areas of the pen he'd never seen before, but nothing special. Locker room, lounge, the john, and still he couldn't find an exit. By the next morning, the jig was up, and Gaval was back in solitary, serving an extended sentence. That is absolutely insane. Gutsy, though. And then there was the gun. Gun? Fake gun. Whittled with a spoon out of a block of balsa wood. Pretty rough, but convincing enough to hold his caseworker hostage. Stick him up. Don't move. Was going okay until he pretended to cock it and broke the barrel in half. Ugh, these seem to be getting more and more... Desperate? Well, he also tried seduction. I don't know much. He didn't like to talk about it. Uh, As I understand, he didn't discriminate. 
but beyond receiving a better portioned lunch tray or first choice for work detail, like everything else, these liaisons led only to dead ends. This is getting kind of sad. It gets sadder. There was his hunger strike, lasted 40 days, ended with a feeding tube jammed down his throat. And there were the faked illnesses, castor oil in the eyes to make them look infected, that type of thing. Ended up getting him in more trouble than it was worth. Did he go blind? The eye healed up fine, but the doctor, have you met her? Yep, she... Is no joke. Runs that infirmary like her own personal laboratory with patients for guinea pigs. After too many times crying wolf, she took a special interest in Caval. Developed a course of treatment just for him. What do you mean? Constant invasive examinations, courses of experimental drugs, complete psychological remapping. In a word, brainwashing. Are you serious? The pen recognized him as a threat. To neutralize it, they needed to reprogram him. That's what he was here for. That's what we're all here for. Really? Oh, yes. They have many ways to do it. Some so subtle you won't notice anything is happening. Others, well, more forthright. But no matter what you think you can handle, who you think you are, they will get to you sooner or later. By hook or by crook, they get to everyone. Caval came to the conclusion that if there was no way to slip out peacefully, the only alternative would be to take the pen by force. And so one day, like every day, a few minutes before five, the head lieutenant called dinner. Everyone lined up outside their doors, even more promptly than usual. To the mess hall, march! But not a soul stirred. On the double! The lieutenant barked. Every resident held their place. And then the guards saw what they were up against. Weapons. One in the hands of every con. Daggers fashioned from rusty spoons and plastic combs. Swords and spears made out of chair legs and mop handles. Padlocks and tube socks swung as maces. Shoelaces and electrical cords. Even tangles of floss stretched fist to fist like choke wire. Hold your ranks! The lieutenant cried. To this day, people argue about who broke the line first, but the guards were outnumbered. Most fled. Some were taken hostage. The doors to the ward were barricaded at both sides. And in a few short minutes, the C-block belonged to the prisoners. Don't you mean residents? That's what I said. Right. No one knows exactly how the guards got back in, but I imagine it was those damn doors... I don't know where or how, but I believe there are secret doors all over this place. Not too good at letting anyone out, but for someone who understands how they work, they can be used to get into just about anywhere. Anywhere. <laughs> what did they do? <clears throat> In the middle of the night, an army of armed guards poured onto the floor. It seemed like they appeared from nowhere, but I suspect they came in a few at a time through different spots all over the block, dressed as prisoners and masqueraded as part of the rebellion, taking up residence in empty cells until they were sufficient in number. Then all at once, they took a decisive strike. As far as I know, they 
didn't have any evidence against Caval, but still the warden pegged him as the mastermind. They hauled him off and threw him in solitary. How long was he there for? That time, a year. Or was it two? Jesus Christ! They wanted to make an example of him, and I'd say it worked. Nothing like that has been attempted since. How was he when he got out? Skinnier, paler. The red beard was back. Took him a while to get on his feet. The real problem, the reason every plot failed, was they didn't have an exit strategy. However far he got, he'd still be searching for a way out without knowing where it could be, even what it would look like. The question becomes, how can the guards navigate the pen, but the cons can't? I don't think the answer is intelligence, which led to a rumor that the guards carry a map. A map? Wouldn't that make it too easy? I didn't believe it either until one day our master pickpocket got his hands on one. At least that's what he thought it was. Did you see it? I did. What did it look like? Palm-sized, circular. A lightweight disc like a big aluminum coin. The content was a mess. Concentric circles and intersecting lines. Boxes and arrows and squiggles and squares superimposed with symbols like invented hieroglyphics. And naturally, there was no key. Honestly, the image hardly seemed to resemble a map at all. But Caval became convinced he could use it to get out. Yeah, maybe he was onto something over my head. Says the nuclear physicist. What he was planning, he never said, but... I knew he wouldn't hesitate. If there was any chance for freedom, the day he found that map would be his last. That night, like any other, the cells were locked at exactly seven. I laid in my bunk still as a stone, listening for any sign that Caval was making his way, but nothing. The clock chimed eight, nine, ten, eleven midnight. And then it happened. A terrible sound. So loud it shook the bars. Shrill like the tearing of metal. Hard like the breaking of stone. Suddenly the entire cell block was flooded with light. Not sickly fluorescence, but soft blue daylight. So bright it burned my eyes. That skylight overhead that no one could ever hope to reach had burst wide open. But I thought you said it was midnight. Why trust a thing like time? While a maintenance crew welded the skylight shut from a scissor lift, Roll was called. Of course, Caval was missing. The pen organized a search, scoured every cell, office, car door, conduit, and dark corner they could think of, questioned each resident, and I imagine every guard and member of the staff, too. But no one knew anything. Even I didn't really, except I truly believed that he had made it. Where did he go? I don't know. None of us do. I wish I could ask him. You can try. What do you mean? Okay, if she uh, comes with me for a walk, 
прогулка. Where? Down to D-block. Как вы думаете, лейтенант? You going to behave? Mm-hmm. This way. So, Caval, you mean to say he's still here? 28 days. He made it on the outside before they caught him. So, he didn't escape? Long enough to see the lunar cycle, but not happily ever after. Where did they find him? I don't know, but I'm sure it wasn't in here. Well, what happened after they caught him? What happens to everyone who tries to escape? Down to the dungeon. The dungeon? Solitary confinement. Oh. Oh, so you don't mean like an actual, like a literal dungeon? I do. Okay. Is he still down there? No. Eventually they gave him a room in D, the uh, special projects ward. And you never asked him how it worked? Or what he saw? I did, but... Uh... Maybe you'll have better luck. Caval? Caval, I'm sorry. If it's okay, I, I wanted to ask you a question. Is that okay? I wanted to ask, uh, when you escaped, what did you see? I'm sorry, I, I don't speak French. So the bars break the block, knock out the guards, steal a clothes, get the key, get the map. But you can't read the map! You need to be able to read the map. If you can't read the map, you have to take the door without knowing where it goes. If you take the door without knowing where it goes, you won't know where you'll go, where he'll go. And when you get there, you won't know how to get back. But they will. They will find you. Then they will bring you back. But which one? Only one way out, but many ways back. Always lead back. Always lead back. Is he always... Ever since. How can I rest? If he's out there, how can he go if I'm in here? I am alone, but not alone. I will never be alone, just like he will never be alone, alone, but not alone, alone, but... Caval! 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 When you made it out, when you escaped, can you tell me anything? Anything at all? How did you do it? What did you see? Where did you think you were? Anything would be helpful, please. If I can't know why I'm here, at least I need to know where here is. I know you. You do? I'm sorry, I don't understand. <laughs> you sure have been here a long time. I just got here today. Ah, so it seems, 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 so it seems. What do you mean by that? What it seems is not what it seems. <laughs> Wait, do, do you mean you've seen someone else? Who looks like me? Ma douce jumelle perdue. It seems that you, like me, are not alone. Like he is not alone. Like she is not alone. Like we are not alone. All of us. None of us. Not now, not then, never to be alone again. Si vous êtes de moi comme moi, je Si votre moitié voit mon autre moitié, pouvez-vous leur faire passer un message? Come on, I'll show you the way back.
Like I said, navigating this place can be... confusing. What happened to him? I don't know. In a way, I don't want to know. It's sad, but in here, it really is better to keep your expectations of other people low. Fripp. Rodriguez. Martinez. Lights out in your habitations now. You're new here, so I'll say it once. No talking. Спокойно ночи, sweet dreams. Ten hours till morning. The first night is the longest. Hang in there. I thought you weren't going to be my Virgil. Keep your expectations low. I will too. Get through the night, sleep if you can. Join me for breakfast in the morning. 6 a.m. sharp. You'll meet people who will tell you things I never could. Um, okay. Thank you. Good night, Fripp. Thirteen Days of Halloween, Penance, starring Natalie Morales. Episode 1, Detainment, written by Alexander Williams. Editing and sound design by Jesse Funk and Rima Ilkayali. Featuring the voices of Joseph Whip, Alex Bowling, Jeff Bowser, Raphael Corkill, Jay Jones, Lauren Vogelbaum, Miguel Perez, Steve B. Green, Laura Shine, Blair Chandler, Wilbur Fitzgerald, and Anna Hamler. Directed by Alexander Williams. Executive producers Aaron Mankey, Noah Feinberg, Chris Dickey, Matt Frederick, and Alexander Williams. Supervising producers Trevor Young and Josh Thane. Producers Jesse Funk, Rima Ilkayali, Noemi Griffin, Chandler Mays, and Casby Bias. Script editing by Lauren Vogelbaum, story consultants Ben Bolin and Matthew Riddle, casting by Sunday Bowling CSA and Meg Mormon CSA. 
Production coordinator, Wayna Calderon. Production assistants, Jenna Johnson and Winona Lowe. Theme music by Rose Azerti, with vocals by Anna Humler. Recorded at This Is Sound Design Studios in Burbank, California. Engineered by Ross Arono. Special thanks to Romelia Osorio, Nathan Rule, Glenn Nishida, and Rob Mosca. 13 Days of Halloween was created by Matt Frederick and Alexander Williams and is a production of iHeart Podcasts, Blumhouse Television, and Grim and Mild from Aaron Mankey. Learn more about the show at grimandmild.com slash 13 days. And find more podcasts from iHeartRadio by visiting the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Happy Halloween.